Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Blessings to each of you, and thank you so much for listening to Christian Radio 94.1. I just love the staff here, and they're just such dear people, and they so desire for you to know Jesus Christ in a real powerful way. And you give us the forum to be able to share the Word of God on the radio. And so thank you for listening. And I hope your day is filled with God's glory. I want to dive into the book of Philippians for the next month off and on. You'll be uh, hearing me intertwine some of the book of Philippians with some other uh, messages, but uh, you will hear Philippians quite a bit because I'm doing a series at the church, and I usually share that series with you on the radio. And I like the, I like the book of Philippians because it is a positive book. Some people call it the book of joy. And you know what? I like being joyful. I like learning about joy and and enjoying the joys of living. Would you pray with me? Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the Apostle Paul. Thank you for his writing. Thank you for the church at Philippi. Lord, that was a small, positive church that was making a difference. And how Paul so loved the church. Lord, as Paul loved the church, help us to love the church. Help us to love all those who love the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray you'd be at every single church in this community, every one of them. Lord, no matter what their background denomination is, Lord, I pray that they would just surge for you and that many would come to know you as Lord and Savior and they'd have a personal relationship with you, that it would never be about the church, but it'd be about you, O Lord. And through you, you would build your church. Lord, all those who love you is your church, and we are so glad to be a part of that family. Bless this time in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Paul was writing to the leadership of the church and the church, and him and Timothy had grown quite attached to it. Even though as Paul was in prison, he was writing a very encouraging letter to the church leadership, telling them some great things. And I can really understand where he's coming from. I have been blessed at the church that I've pastored, and it will be 30 years here in about three weeks. And I have, I've had wonderful leadership team over the years. We've had some wonderful pastors work on staff. Many of them now are pastoring elsewhere. And the team I have right now is just awesome. So excited about having these young folks and God is working. And then Pastor Gary, who you hear on Friday, I am so blessed to have the staff I have. And plus, I've had some great leaders. You know, our board, our leaders, our deacons, whatever you might call them in your church, has just been wonderful. And you know, Paul was encouraging all those people, all those leaders in the church at Philippi. Even from prison, he was encouraging them. I can see how Paul was very fond of the team that he had at the church at Philippi. And this is kind of a letter to the leadership. Paul explains this, and actually in the first two verses of Philippians, he says this. He says, Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, uh, to all God's people in Christ Jesus at Philippi, together with the overseers and deacons, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul is offering them grace and peace as he remembers them and what they have done to further the kingdom. Paul was enthused of the good news that he was hearing, that people were responding to serving and getting out and making a difference for God. And people, that's exactly what we need to do in our lives. We need to go out. We need to make a difference for the cause of Jesus Christ. When leaders see people respond favorably in ministry, it touches their lives. And Paul expressed that. Paul went on to thank them for their partnership in the gospel of Jesus. 
I hope we all realize it is so important to love others. I believe that you hear it from me all the time. I think the greatest testimony you can have is when you truly love others. And you know what? I believe that church was loving others and making a difference. And we need to love others. We need to make a difference in our community. We need people to see the love of God in us. You know, this first week of the state state house here about a week or two ago, I ran into the a couple of the janitors who work there, and they're just great gals. And I asked them how things were going, and one of them said going real well, and the other one said okay. And I and I pushed and found out that it wasn't going okay with the other one. She was struggling, struggling with some things in her personal life, with divorce and things. And, and you know, I just put my arm around her and offered her some words of encouragement, and told her I'd be praying for her. And I found out that she was in need and having some struggle. So I was able to take her some gift cards to some for some food and some things. And it was very encouraging. We need to look for needs. It brought tears to our eyes, folks, when, when she left because she was, she was really hurting. And I've been praying for her. And God has called us out there to love people and to be encouraged to people. Paul was doing that to the church at Philippi, even though he was in prison. Here Paul was struggling in his own life. Paul was having all sorts of issues in his own life, but yet he was concerned about the church at Philippi. He wanted them to press on and to move forward. One of my favorite movies of all time was an old movie. It's called Brian's Song. I cried like a baby through it. I mean, you would think that I it was just unbelievable. I cried so many tears. One of my favorite players of all times, this ages me a little bit, his name was Gail Sayers. He played for the Chicago Bears, and he was incredible. He played on the same team with Brian Piccolo, and they were both in the same position, both halfbacks. And this was back in the day when there was a lot of racial tension, but it didn't stop these two from being very close. And Gail was African-American, and, and Piccolo was uh, Caucasian, and they were the first interracial players to room together. In a clip that I didn't show my church at this clip, but it was showing Gail Sayers doing an emotional speech when they found out Brian Piccolo had cancer at age 26. And Gail was there for him every step of the way with his family, with his friends. And then I did show a clip in my church when I was preaching this message about the prestigious George Hallis Award, the best player award that Gail Sayers had. And it showed the clip of him really virtually saying, Brian Piccolo is the one who deserved this. Brian Piccolo is the one that has courage. He's dealing with cancer. And it was a, they had a deep bond. And Gail wore number 40 and Brian number 41. I think the Apostle Paul had that kind of love for the church at Philippi. And by the way, just uh, go back a moment. If you don't, if you have not seen the movie Brian's Song, go and rent it or get on YouTube and watch it. And it'll tear your heart out, and you'll love it because it's such a, a story of love. And so it's just, I just want you to, I wanted to just say that. But he, Paul cared deeply for the lives of the people at Philippi, and he was encouraged. You know, and he was encouraging them a long way, just like Gail encouraged Brian. He was encouraging. The story reminds me that true love isn't swayed by outsiders. It didn't matter what the world or culture thought. Love ran deeper than that. And people of God, we must understand that too. We must have a deep love for people that defies what the world thinks and reminds us what God thinks. You know, they, Gail and uh, Brian defied what the world was saying about racial tension. And they loved each other because they're both God's creation, 
if we could ever get that down in this world and understand that. You know, I think most of the time, I think people do pretty good, but I still hear some of this, even not necessarily from Idaho, but from other states, and it just hurts me. Because we are all created in the image of God, every single one of us. We are all gods. It doesn't matter if we're red, yellow, black, or white. We are precious in his sight. And there's nothing that bothers me more than when I hear of those kind of stories. But Gail and Brian, they defied that. They loved each other. It didn't matter the color of their skin. They loved each other because they know they were created by Almighty God. And I remember Gail asking the players to pray for him and that God would be with him. And that was so touching. You know, I've said many times from my pulpit that we must love the world so they can see Jesus in us. It will open up doors to share truth with people. Philippians was the most intimate letter written in the Bible, I believe. He was sharing deep from his heart to people he cared so much for. In fact, listen to Philippians chapter 1, verse 3 through 8. He said, I thank God every time I remember you in all my prayers for all of you. I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart, and whether I am in change or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you in in the affection of Christ Jesus. Now that is a deep thought. That is a deep situation. God really uh, has that down. And Paul really has that down. Excuse me. Paul was expressing his incredible love and devotion to those people. Paul was a very bright man, and he knew the church needed encouragement and knew they needed to recognize that though he was in prison, he couldn't be with them, but he was thinking about them and praying for them and thanking God for them and trusting God that he would lead them in their lives. Then the next line that I want to share with you says this, unexpressed love has little value. In other words, we need to be like Paul and express our feelings to those we care about. He expressed his feelings to the church. Many of you Express your feelings to your families, and you tell them how much you love them. My daughter's out of town, and I, I tell her on the phone, I love you, and she tells me, Daddy, I love you, and, and you know, we love our families dearly. But you know what? We need to express to the world and all those around us that we love them with the love of God. We need to do more to appreciate people and let them know that they are valuable to us. It's easy just to be in our own little world and to take care of ourselves, when we have hurting people all around us that can sure use a dose of the love of God, and you are the instrument that will give that out. You are the instrument that will give out the dosage of love to others. What will you do today to make a difference in someone else's life? How can you love someone? Are you looking for needs out there? When someone tells you they're struggling, that things are not going good, how do you respond? Or does it go through one ear and out the other? I pray God will help us be a compassionate people, compassionate about those that are so hurting, compassionate about those who so need Jesus. And if we are, you know what? We can be a living witness for the Lord. We can help lead others to the Lord, and they can come to know Jesus Christ in a powerful and mighty way. Are you willing to say, God, use me? Use me right where I'm at. Lord, help me to love others. Help me to forgive others. Help me to give to others. 
give of my time, my prayers, my energy. God wants to use you today. The question is, will you let him? Have a wonderful day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.